Just let me know when we're Let me know when we're recording. You know when we're recording. I'm sick of this bit. It's a bad bit. Come on. You should you're bad for making the bit. Yeah, I'm a bad boy. Um So uh You were telling me earlier that uh that something happened to you involving the homeless. You want me to go first? Sure. You you, you believe in your story that much? Yeah. Mine's pretty good. I don't know. Should I tell mine first? I think. I think you should. All right. So I'm driving home from work. Hey, so I'm driving. And so I'm a guy that drives. Yeah, That's no, the story. I'm driving home from work. There's a car accident in front of a Wendy's. And, you know, the cops just showed up. Ambulance. You know, minor car accident. But they're dealing with it. <laughs> They're de- Ambulances don't show up for minor <laughs> cars. I'm just saying, from what I could see, it just seemed minor. Nobody was mangled to death. <laughs> yeah, no one was mangled. So minor car accident. It seemed fine. I didn't see any limbs screwed Yeah, I didn't see a hole in the, the front road. windshield the size of a human body. Nobody was on fire. That's what I'm trying to get at. But, I, you know, traffic's moving real slow because it's at like an intersection. So you got the one crossing guard doing his thing. And as I'm there, there's uh, a lonesome crackhead just shouting at the police. Was he lonely or, or was I, he, he just was just a, alone? He was just alone. He was just alone. He wasn't like kicking a can like, man, I'm my <laughs> friends. No, quite the opposite. Because he starts yelling at the cops. He goes, hey, you fucking faggots. <laughs> you fucking faggots. If your gun was on my belt. I'd fucking shoot all of you. I'd shoot all of you fucking homos. And they're like not paying attention to him. And I keep creeping up closer to this intersection. And he goes, by the way, all your sisters are fucking whores. The only thing they're good, the only thing they're good for. He goes, the only thing your fucking sisters are good for is sucking the drip out of my cock. So, so I get up to the intersection, and there's two cops, and one of the cops looks at the other and goes, you don't think he's talking about Pam? <laughs> and then the cop just turns to his cop friend and goes, how the fuck would he know my sister? And he goes, that's right, I know your fucking sister. That's right, Pam sucks yeah, the trip out of my she cock. was sucking my dick till four in the morning last night, fuck you. And the cop looks at his friend and goes, you know what, man? You're going to talk about my sister? While we're on the subject of sisters, guess what? And then the crossing guard waved How me on. How slow was this traffic? The, the traffic guard <laughs> waved me on. Couldn't hear the rest of that story. But it was such it was such a hook. Oh, we're talking about sisters? Guess what? And then I, didn't, I never heard the end of it. <laughs> but dude... The only thing your cunt sister's good for is sucking the drip out was of my that, cock. Was, was that Vladimir Putin? Dude, it might have been. Dude, if my sounds exactly like something if my do. phone camera wasn't broken, I could have recorded the whole thing. I was there for so long, but my phone's busted. Dude, it was so fucking. I was well. Just understand, myself. you're a failure. So, what's your story? <laughs> Well, it's not my story, but it's my mom's story. Oh, that, that's it's secondhand storytelling. It deserves to be told. Um, so, mind you, whenever my mom tells me a story, she does it at like the worst possible time. Like, I'm just in here. You're jacking it. I'm just, I'm just in here vibing out. Yeah, you're you know, cranking your hog, chilling, having a having a nice day. Yeah. Finger and she, up like, the ass. Yeah, she, like, enters my room, and she's like, <laughs> she enters She enters my room, and she just goes, I have the craziest fucking story to tell you. I go, all right. She goes, hold on. And she leaves. I'm like, that, that's, who does that to yeah, a person? Mid-beat <laughs> Yeah, my yeah. dick's in my hand, yeah. ma. Come on. We got she's, places to be. She's edging you, bro. With I'm stories. trying to come, mother. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh. She she comes back. Yeah. And she goes My mom's a cop for those for the uninitiated. So she gets off of work at like one in the morning. Like yeah. you know, 
she then proceeds to uh, drive home on the highway, and it's one in the morning, and she's a cop, so she's doing like 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Flying down the highway. That must feel nice. Yeah, no fear of being pulled over. Yeah. She's trained to drive that fast. It's, you know, it's it's a real nice setup. Yeah. Um, and she goes, I see, a, I see like a bag like flying up in the bed of my truck. She's like a little like bag flying around. And she goes, uh, you know, Rob must have like forgot something in, in the bed of my truck. And she goes, let me pull over. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, he immediately blames Rob. <laughs> what? Hold on. What's in the back of the truck? Oh, we're getting there. Hold on. <laughs> we're getting there. So the bag's <laughs> flying around. She goes, oh, well, I better pull over and, you know, get the bag so it doesn't fly away. And then she's pulling over on the side of the Wanta, uh Parkway. Yeah. And she's like, she goes, nah, actually, you, know, you know what? I'm not going to get killed for a bag in the bed of my truck. I don't give a shit. So she takes off. Flying down the road 100 miles per hour again. It's like a half hour drive. Okay. It's a half hour drive. She, she, dude, she gets home. First thing she does is notice that the sprinklers are like set up wrong. So she has to. Blames up, Rob. Yeah, blames <laughs> Rob again. And she's like, I, I got it. She starts filming it. She's, she's going, she's like, yeah, the sprinklers are all fucked up. So she's out in the front yard. And like one thirty in the morning, two in the morning, filming sprinklers, <laughs> and she goes, uh, she goes. Then she goes, I want to take my boots off because I, I we were we were in this like crack house today, and I had ro- there were roaches all over the place. I don't want to bring the boots in the house where there might be roaches, so I'll, I'll leave them in the bed of my truck. She goes to the back of the truck, and she goes to put her boots in the truck, and she looks down into the bed of the truck, and there is a man. <laughs> There's a a man laying in the bed of her truck. (laughs) And she she pulled up here. She's in in the front yard. (laughs) That guy survived the Wanton Parkway. At 100 miles per hour. Uh, I've been in her car. She drives like a fucking psycho. So she freezes and she's like, holy shit. First thing she thinks is there's a body in my car. Like yeah. somebody died or like dumped a corpse in the bed of my truck. And she's just freaking out. She's like, what do I do? She's like, do I bring it back? <laughs> because she just left a, a you know, a, a precinct, like a cop station. Yeah. Like she, so she goes, what do I do? Do I bring it back to like not fuck up the crime scene? And then the body looks up at her and she goes, holy shit, it's a living person. <laughs> And she goes, she goes, fear, like, immediately turned into anger. And my my mom is the scariest person in the world when she's angry. So she just immediately flips into rage and goes, what the fuck are you doing in the bed of my fucking truck? And it's like, she goes, it's like this little 14-year-old black kid. And he's like, I'm homeless. And he goes, I crawled into your truck to, like, have somewhere to sleep at night. You took off. <laughs> you drove away. She goes, why didn't you get out? He goes, I didn't want to scare you. She goes, well, you fucked that up. She's like, you're in my fucking yard. You're in my truck. You're at my house. And she's she's like trying to like figure out what to do. And she goes, all right, uh, you know, Rob, her boyfriend, Rob is in the house. And she goes, my gun's in the house. And so she goes, don't fucking move. She runs inside. She gets robbed. She gets her gun. They come back and they drive him to the nearest train station at gunpoint and drop him off and say, don't ever fucking do that again. Was that the Ronkonkoma station? Oh, Central Iceland. Next stop, Ronkonkoma. Oh my God. She goes, yeah, she... Again, the kid goes, can you drive me back? And she goes, no, I'm not driving you back. She goes, I'll take you to the nearest train station and you can figure it out from there. (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. 
Yeah, the funny thing is, before we started this uh, this episode, we, we were debating on whose story we were going to tell first. And I told Keegan, I said, mine involves a crackhead, the police, and a car accident. And you just go, mine involves a homeless person. <laughs> almost dying. Almost dying. But once... <laughs> But now I knew when you were going to tell no. me the story, there's a homeless guy in there somewhere. And you said your mom was going 100 plus and she saw a bag in the back of the truck. I was like, there's no fucking way a homeless guy. Yeah. In the bed of her truck. He was in the bed of her truck. He was like, he was like up against like the wall of like the, the bed. And he was just laying there trying to not get noticed, I guess. Wow, dude, that's nuts. Uh, unfortunately for him, my mom's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Stops to film sprinklers in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh yeah, good stuff. That's yeah, she has the craziest stories. And he's then, fourteen, and he's like, "I'm homeless." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I just needed somewhere to sleep." Oh my god! Because they they leave their cars there sometimes. They they do like prisoner transport. They like drive yeah. them. They haul them up upstate to where like the prisons are. So they just leave their cars there for like whole weekends, and I guess. He was sleeping in them. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, she she has the craziest stories, and then she she will like she tells me at the worst possible times. Like she has another story. I was making a sandwich once, and she she's watching TV, and she just goes, "Oh look, hey, fifty cents on TV." You know, I almost beat the shit out of him once, right? And I went, Pff. "What's Art, up? Pardon." Huh? Say that again? You almost beat up who? 50, like the rapper, 50 Cent? <laughs> but that's a story for another day. Yeah. We'll leave you on a cliffhanger. You uh, you feeling a podcast episode? Uh, I could. I could possibly do a podcast. I feel or... like I should... No, no, yeah, I could do a podcast. Okay, cool. Because, right, okay, you know, yeah, last yeah. time I just went under the assumption you got very upset that yeah, I didn't I, ask. It was incredibly I upset. Like, I feel I'm like I should lying. ask. You should absolutely ask. Never okay. assume. Yeah. I, I'm ready to do a podcast. All Let's right. do it. All right, so today's episode is about tits. 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 We watched we watched a movie called Tits and Ass. Tits. Starring Harrison Ford. Starring tits. Starring tits. Uh, who doesn't? You know what? Who doesn't love a nice pair of tits? I, I don't think there's a single person on the planet. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, you know, there's always that whole like, either you're a boobs guy or a butt guy. But you know what, man? I mean, who's 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 knocking a nice pair of tits? So we watched Indiana Jones. Yeah. The Dial of Destiny. Yeah. It's a fifth installment. Um, Is it? Yeah, it's a fifth one. There's Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Wasn't Crusade, there another one? Crystal Skull, Dial of Destiny. No, I think I'm thinking of the third one where he's like, Harrison Ford was like middle-aged or something. That was Crystal Skull. That's the one where he's like, he, he survives a nuke. Yeah, that was Crystal Skull. He like hit in a refrigerator. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was older in Crystal Skull. That's the one with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, that came out in two thousand eight. So that that was already like, he was already like pretty up there in that. First one came out in nineteen eighty. Harrison Ford, stop. Yeah, yeah, you're so old. Stop. Um, so this was uh, I don't have my fucking notes. Sucks to suck. I'm so pissed. I wrote that because I got home and I wrote so much and I ripped the loose leaf out of my notebook and I fold up real nice and put it in my lunchbox. And then I got out of work and it wasn't in my fucking lunchbox. Why would you put it in your lunchbox? Because that's the only thing I bring with me to work. Okay. And then it just wasn't there. Just leave it in your car, dickhead. Yeah, I just, I'm trying. You know what? <laughs> Why does it need to come with you in the truck? Well, uh, if you could dry up that brain of yours for five I know, minutes, right? so maybe I can and, and dry just dry it up with this hair dryer. I'm so incredibly disappointed in you. Shut up. Uh, okay, let's. I want to start with uh, 
We'll start with it was uh, with the director, I guess. This was the fifth installment of Indiana Jones, directed by James Mangold, who did Logan, um, another Wolverine movie. He did Walk the Line. Um, he's got he's got a few things under his belt. Yeah, <laughs> does he? We didn't do a plot summary, by the way. Is that what I feel like we're missing? Yes. All right. Can we just like restart? Because I'm so I needed my notes. I don't have my notes. Your notes have to do with my plot summary. <laughs> hey, because I forgot. I'm all in shambles. All right. Where do you want to start from? We watched Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's a fifth one. We did. We're gonna we're gonna do a we're gonna do a plot summary. Okay. Do you want? Me, should I do it? You kind of fucked it up last time. Because it, it was it's not easy. Huh? It's I not know, easy. but you know what? I think I can nail the Indiana Jones one. Unless I mean, you want to do it. It's it's my thing. I all right. Know. All right. Do you really want to do it? No. All right. So. <laughs> no. Here we, uh, no. No, no, no. All right, um, everybody. This week's plot summary with Keegan. <gasps> da, 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 da. Da, da. I still don't know what that theme song is. I know I didn't make that up. It is Family Feud. You're doing it like a little wrong. Damn, I can't even remember so Family. Like, you made like a new one-ish. I don't want to make a new Family. You know what? Fuck it. Just start. Just go. Just go. This was the most pointless conversation I've ever been a part of. All right. Uh, so we open up with. Uh, Nazis. Lots of Nazis. They're doing Nazi things. Classic Indiana Classic Nazis. Love it. Uh, they pull, you know, a man with a sack on his head into the, into a church or wherever they are. And who else but Indiana Jones? (laughs) Uh, They pop him down. He looks CGI as fuck. He's, uh, you know, not actually Harrison Ford. I don't know what's going on. Uh, he, they go, uh, uh, Fraulein Gutentag, uh, Straussberg, something. <laughs> and they say, what are you doing here? And he goes, uh, what are you doing here? And he goes, you, you know, you lost the war, right? And they were like, eh. <laughs> 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 you know, we're going to get all this golden shit and leave. And they're, they're there looking for the spear that killed Jesus. Yeah. That drew the blood of Christ. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, and coincidentally, so is Indiana Jones. What do you know? Uh, he's there, and he gets captured, because he always gets captured by Nazis. How many times has he gotten captured by Nazis? Uh, well, there's been five movies. Uh, don't answer that. So then, you know, <laughs> obviously he escapes, and uh, the Nazis just kind of leave, and they're on a train, and they have the spear, but they oh, it's a fake spear. And uh, but they go, but you know what we do have is we do have this thing. It's like a dial of Archimedes, and uh, Indiana Jones finds it and he goes mine, and he uh, leaves. <laughs> Classic Indy. He kills the entire train full of Nazis. Pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, well, he doesn't personally, yeah. but he does watch them die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was it was a faulty. Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah. It, it was kind of comeuppance for him. He yeah. was like nice. Indiana Jones just likes to watch sometimes, and that's pretty hot. Yeah. And uh, then, uh, it you know, they jump. The train is getting shot up by British planes, and uh, it explodes, and they have to jump off. And then we skip forward like 70 years. I don't know. 30? I don't know. Well, that was in the Ford. That was during World War II. Now we open up in 1969. Yeah. I was bugging out about the moon land. And... Indiana Jones is fucking old, he's dude. An old, he's the old cranky oh, neighbor. Oh, man. He's yelling at people. With the wooden the, bat. The music, that music is loud. And uh, he's not happy about it. It's 8 a.m. I don't know why that was important to yeah. him. Then he goes to work. I don't know. Uh, uh, so then, you know, he's teaching class and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. I just was. He had to go to work anyway. Yeah. I don't know what he was so upset about. And he woke up in a chair like he wasn't going to be you know, ready for work anyway. Yeah. And uh, so then uh, his goddaughter shows up randomly and she's like, Wombat. Wombat. <laughs> She goes, uh, hey, I need that dial that you and my dad found way back in the day on that train. And he goes, all right. And she's like, I'm trying to, you know, whatever. Find the other piece, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, there's two pieces. They need both pieces, blah. Similar to Transformers, huh? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Turns out the other half is in Peru. Man, that writing strike, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then, uh, turns out that, uh, his goddaughter isn't actually, uh, going to be an archaeologist. She's like an art smuggler who sells art to pay bills, which seems, no, she sells artifacts to sell. It just seems like, seems like a hassle. It seems like a more, uh, you know, more, more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. Right. Like how many artifacts are you yeah, finding? How many people are just scrounging for, yeah. for the dial of Archimedes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I need that fucking clock. And, uh, <laughs> then it's like an hour and a half of that. And, um, obviously they find it and go back in time for some reason to Rome. And then they, uh, leave Rome. And the movie ends. That's the plot. It's not about the destination. It's how you get there. It's the friends we made along the way. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm actually really excited. I was really excited to do this episode because this might be one that we, you know, might might disagree. Oh, yeah? On a, on a, on a couple of things. All right. I'm not saying I, I loved the movie. Okay. It's like, for me, it was, I was, uh, I was really thrown by like the overall plot, but I like the little things. I feel like the overall plot was the most Indiana Jones part of it. Like yeah, it just kind well, of like it well, did you know, f- I need to get this before the bad guys do. Yeah, you know, and there's Nazis, even though it yeah. takes place. In like I the also, 70s, I'm just gonna get 60s. this out of the way. I loved Nazis. just how much. He hated Nazis. Oh, that's, yeah, that's always been. And just how, like, even now that it takes place in almost 1970, he's like, last time I saw you, you were a Nazi. He's like, great, he's a fucking Nazi. Yeah, like, the whole time. And then they, like, they kidnap him and, like, throw him into, into, like, a biplane. And they're like, buckle up, Dr. Jones. It might be a bumpy ride. He's like... Why are you trying to make a joke? You're a Nazi. <laughs> You're German. Don't try yeah. to joke. He just hated Nazis so much, and it and it warmed my heart. <laughs> I loved it. Um, so you brought up, uh, you, you made a little joke about the writer's strike, but this was okay, really well. Uh, really quick, do you want to know my opinion on the movie? Yeah, I guess we could do this, opinions first, this, and then this we'll, we'll full, dive into the nitty-gritty. Well, this is important, because I feel like this is a first for me. Yeah, okay. Um, I didn't think it was a bad movie, but I still yeah. didn't like it. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty good movie, I just didn't like it. You know you know what I'm going to say right now? Yeah? It, it gave me... It was better then, but it gave me Pirates 5 vibes. Well, no, because Pirates 5 is just a dog shit movie. <laughs> Pirates 5 was awful, but it's I mean it in the movie. sense where it's like. There's a lot of CGI. There's a lot of CGI. They and de-aged it, an old man. Uh, yeah, you de-aged, <laughs> you know, there was de-aging. There was, you brought back the little love interest cameos at the end for two seconds just to go, aw. You know, and it was, it's just kind of like when you go past a trilogy, it's like. Okay, it's just like what next, you know? Yeah. So it that like that those kind of vibes. Not, right. I mean, Pirates Five was really fucking awful. Yeah, I think I think the but, difference with this movie is that it, it kind of feels more like a, a final hurrah for yeah. like a, an old classic, where Pirates Five just felt like yeah. And you know, Pirates I, Six you, is you, now in the making. Without yeah, it Johnny felt like Depp. Pirates was still kind of gonna fresh. keep going. Like Indiana Jones is kind of you know old yeah that's a, that's an old ass movie and then well you know the crystal skull they tried that in 2008 but you know harrison ford yeah. is like on death's fucking doorstep yeah. i right will now. say like, man like he was still he was still moving though i i could not tell who was like i could never tell when it was him and when it wasn't yeah um i will say that um oh god oh my sopping brain um yeah don't hurt yourself oh i just had it i don't even know what you're trying to say yeah man it's like right it's right here but i just can't fucking do it all right well i'm gonna start a sentence and you're gonna remember it halfway through (laughs) okay um 
The, I, so this like, all right. I I didn't think it was a bad movie. Obviously, it's like all the original Indiana Jones people. Like it's not just some like, like Transformers. Kind of Michael Bay handed it off to somebody else, and they suck. Indiana Jones is still kind of the same people. Yeah. Like you know, Spielberg's there. George Lucas. That, is that's there. it. That's it. Oh, I was okay. gonna say no. Yeah, I was gonna say the reason why you know Pirates Five was awful, and that this was like you know. It, you had George Lucas and Steven Spielberg on as producers. Yeah. You know, the original Spielberg directed and Lucas wrote. Yes. So, like, I'm sure they weren't just like, here's our characters, go do whatever you want. I'm sure they were very present. <laughs> Spielberg and George Lucas are in the other room with the handguns. All right, we can't fuck <laughs> yeah. this up. Did you after, write down that after, he hates Nazis? After Star Wars, George Lucas is just staring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't. <laughs> right behind whoever's writing it, like, don't. Fuck this up. <laughs> Don't fuck this like you fucked my last one. I will fuck you if um, you fuck this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this movie, like, it wasn't bad. The writing was, was okay. Yeah, you know, I thought I was a little worried in the beginning. Because, yeah. again, the CGI, I mean, they the de-aging, it's like... It looked like a really good video game. <laughs> the whole thing felt like a video game. You know, and oh, so it like, just seemed- like this was like, all right, this was the the weirdest looking movie I've ever seen in my life. I could not tell when it was real and when it wasn't. It felt like like a like almost like an animated movie, but like made to look real. It was yeah. so like unsettling. Yeah, for me it was really just it was more of the beginning for me. The, the first half opening. was definitely worse than the than the second half. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. But like that parade sequence like it always looked the train thing. Yeah. There's the a float in the parade was dead ass just like a sticker used. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the whole thing yeah, it was it, it was, was very busy and chaotic and it, it looked really weird to me. But like I remember vividly there's the when he jumps on the train, it like pulls out into like a wide shot of the whole train. Yeah. And there's just a little tiny Indiana Jones silhouette, like doing like a default animation run. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like what the what the f- look at what is that? What is that? Yeah. Who is that? Who is that man on that train? Um I was gonna say uh that the beginning it it had me a little worried because i wasn't quite sure where this was all going uh i i liked some of the intro like i love how it saw that classic indiana jones like you know thinking on his feet real quick he's always in those weird predicaments like they go to hang him that, and then they all fucking like blew up that made me so mad and he's just trying to like how get this how, fucking noose off his neck? How is he the only survivor in a bombing while he's currently being hanged? Yeah, he's like flailing. <laughs> Dude, he has a rope around his neck and he's hanging from the ceiling and he's the only survivor as the entire building explodes. You're pushing your fucking luck. Classic like, indie. You're pushing your fucking Classic luck. Classic indie. Yeah, he like flops around. And he's yeah, like, he's <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, he's fucking dead. I don't care. Um, he's fucking dead. But I love how he's on the train and that machine gun like malfunctions because it got hit by like a bomb or something, and it just starts lighting up all the Nazis on the one side by of the one. Train. Just do, 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 the train do, was like do. turning, so like half the train was like getting just lit the yeah, fuck up by this machine gun. It was perpendicular to itself, and like the the gun like got stuck. Because there was a corpse holding the trigger down. (laughs) (laughs) One by one, each car just lit. I like the one guy that was still in bed, and he's like, oh, Jesus, he's trying to run. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I love how it still had that, like, you know, like, Temple of Doom was probably the most, like, you know, gruesome Indiana Jones. Like, I like how they were still really, like, this, this this movie was fucked up. Yeah, that's Dude, what I'm saying. Killed, the way they killed it was a big really, henchman. Yeah, it was like pretty... One of the henchmen is like this giant dude who's like impossible to kill. It was, it was Rob Gronkowski. He's fucking the, the huge. former Patriots player. Yeah, he's fucking huge. And he just... And he was... 
And he was very angry, and he's just running around being angry. He didn't and say a word the whole time, and and then he he's so big they they handcuff the kid like the uh, it's an Indiana Jones movie that has to be a kid character. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't make the rules. Handcuffs them to the guy, and then they're crossing a drawbridge, and it's like rickety and old because it's from Roman times. And they're like, then the kid starts fighting and they fall into a river in a cave and get whisked away. And then while underwater, the kid like slips through a cage, undoes the handcuffs and handcuffs him to a grate where he's, it is then just assumed that he drowns. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's so fucked up. I, I like he's, that. And you can though. hear him. He's like, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. He's like, no. I thought it was dope. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. It was so fucked up. But that is a terrible way to die. I know, <laughs> uh, dude. I was in my recliner seat in like the last row, just like, like holy shit. But in the beginning, so to to get our antagonist ready, uh, it was played by um, what's his fucking name from Casino Royale, Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> yeah, what a funny name. Yeah, he uh, he's like hello. My he, name is Mads Mikkelsen. He was the one who was like, yeah, this. This knife is a fake, but we do have half of the dial of destiny. You know, we have half the dial of whatever. He's the Nazi scientist. Yeah, he's the Nazi scientist. So then, like, Harrison Ford just, like, takes it. And what I love about Indiana is he's looking for all this stuff, and there's so many artifacts on this train. And he's just like, he's like, that's from the 1700s, 1800s, 1600s. Like, he just knows. Yeah. I, I really liked that. He's just, like... With just a glance, he's just breezing through all this like these ancient artifacts. The only the only thing that like I have to say about that is it was a little inconsistent because they needed the his his granddaughter to be good at it too. So sometimes yeah. he just wouldn't fucking know something yeah. for no reason. Yeah, and just she, so she could explain just so it she to could him. Do something. And and it's like oh I see. Which to like, me you're was, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Shut up. It's like you're the best at what you do like you've discovered the holy grail the ark of the covenant like come on now half of the dial that everybody's freaking out about currently so mads mickelson like climbs up on the train and he's like give me back my dial and he's like and he's like no you took my dial and then harrison ford's friend is like indy look out and they jump over this like post and it fucking clocks this guy. It because cl- Mads Mikkelsen's hanging off the side, and it just kind of whacks him right in the head. And you're like, "Holy shit!" I thought it decapitated him. Yeah, I thought he was dead. I thought he fucking <laughs> died. I was very confused when he came back. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, he didn't and fucking I, die." And you know what? When he did come back, it showed him like staring out the window of a building, and you can only see half his face. I was expecting him to turn around and reveal just like a. A divot in his head from the post, but there was no, like was a, fine. there was like one there was like one fine. light scar. And when you think about it, they were in the fine. middle of the woods. Yeah, he's fine. And he just woke up, and that train exploded. It's yeah, fine. and he just woke up in the middle of the woods and found his way home. I mean, it was just kind of like all right, but I mean, that's not the point. But yeah, I think it mattered very little how he survived. Yeah. It's just like he did. But, eh, fuck it. Why not? What I like too is Harrison Ford goes to work that morning, you know, um, you know, now we're, you know, 30 years later. He goes to work and he's like trying to engage his students in this like stuff and everyone's just so like bored about his teachings. But when you watch the first one, he's like the young hot teacher. Yeah. And like, well, I thought it was interesting too because there was almost almost like a subplot where the the moon landing just happened. So yeah. nobody gives a shit about history because like science is the future. New, just yeah, yeah science is the new yeah. big thing, and it's like history is being made, but it's not the history that Indiana Jones likes. Yeah. So he's just like, don't you guys want to like, hear about Rome? Yeah, the Battle of Syracuse. Come on, Archimedes. Yeah. Come on. And like in the first one, he's teaching, and like this girl like. This student slowly blinks at him, and on her eyelids it just says "Love me," and he's like, "So anyway, like you know." And now he's just this kind of old guy. But then I like how once uh, his goddaughter, who's like sitting in the back of the class, starts answering questions, he like gets his groove back for a minute. He gets like excited again. Yeah, and that's then- why. That's why I, I didn't think it was like I don't think it's a bad movie. 
No, like um, I thought again. For me, I liked more of like the little things within well, this major. Uh, as plot. far as a remake, reboot, whatever you want to call this goes, this it's an interesting way to approach it. Yeah, it's like here's a character that we you know know from so long ago, but he's old and he's out of his element. And he's out of his prime. And yeah, it's like, it, it was really throwing me seeing Indiana Jones in like yeah, the and sixties, and it was more interesting because like it actually is. Harrison Ford that age like it really that's yeah they didn't fucking get a different actor they didn't fucking yeah it's not like yeah. the Indiana Jones movies came out 10 years ago they yeah. came out like 30 years ago 40 42 years ago so it, it's like it, it is an interesting approach where yeah. it's like you know Indiana Jones's plight is kind of the yeah. same as as Harrison Ford's and the reason why per this is personally the reason why they, I don't I just don't think they hold up is I, I mean, I've told you this before. I love practical effects. Mm-hmm. Like, I just hate how everything, it's all just, it is all just green screen now and CGI and whatever. But like in the first Raiders, like it wasn't a real fucking boulder. It was like styrofoam, but he was running <laughs> from a fucking boulder. He was, there were big sets and life and, yeah. it, you know, it wasn't just, you're not just in a green room. Like, okay, so there's a boulder coming at you there, and then you're going to run, you're going to jump over there. Like, it was, there was shit there. Yeah. You know, and we, that we, brought it so much, like, magic to I, it. I still, know? I will always say practical over computer generated, but I did just read that Netflix invented, like, a new way to do green screen. Like, I just, like, I read it, like, five minutes before you got here. Oh, really? They, um, it, it's something about, um, the lighting it speeds up the process and basically makes it so um you can green screen and like know what your shot's going to look like like right oh, wow. away so it's not just like film it on a green screen yeah. and then I, i'm telling three you, weeks man, from now we're going to know what it looks yeah. like now it's like i can look at it and yeah. yeah. i mean dude even just like like 10 years from now it's it's just going to be fucking nuts man cuz when i saw the irishman which came out in i think 2019 like the de aging on like De Niro and Pacino, like they're supposed to be forty. I'm like, bro, they still look fucking sixty five. <laughs> like the they don't. This doesn't use, look good. They use the real actors, so it's like forty year old guys, but they're moving like they're eighty. And they're yeah. like, Ugh. yeah, like and, it's a forty year old guy, and he's like, yeah, stomp him out. And he's like, oh, fuck my yeah, back. Yeah, Arr. but like Arr. with this, I will say, like it, it looks significantly better. I yeah, thought. it definitely looks better than. I will say, once Harrison Ford started like talking and moving a lot, I was kind of like, it, it was a little headachy. Yeah, but it was, it was a little too much. Yeah. I think it was the lighting because they kind of had to light him weird to do it. Yeah, I think that's why they made it at like the opening scene at like night. It was so fucking dark. I was so upset. Yeah, I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on yeah. with that motorcycle chase. Yeah, I, I had I had no idea. I just, um, I, I vaguely remember him like his head was near the ground. But I couldn't see. I was like, this yeah. is so dark. I can't fucking see what's happening. Yeah, because, you know, they didn't want you to see all the mistakes. Um, But, um, yeah, I I also like that at his, uh, this is just a little thing again. Um, When they do his retirement party, they give him, like, this gift. And then he's just standing out in the street after and looks at some guy and goes, you want this? <laughs> Because he's fucking Indiana Jones. Again, he drank from the Holy Grail. Yeah. He doesn't need... (laughs) This is for your teachings. He's like, cool. Thanks for being such a cool teacher. Did you get this at Walgreens? Here's a mug. Yeah, Yeah. it was like some weird... I don't even know what it was. It was some bizarre, like, just little statue or whatever. He's like, I don't need this. Um, But yeah... Again, I, I thought that was cool. Um, and yeah, and I, it's after that point, you know, you find out that Mads Mikkelsen survived that fucking crack to the head where he should have been decapitated. I know it's a movie, but holy fuck, this guy should have been dead. Yeah. Like, I know it's just, I know it's, it's a movie. I know, but holy fuck. If you guys weird. saw the movie, this it, guy got fucking cracked. It was weird that it was like included. It's like you could have just easily made it so he like fell off or, or, you know, Indiana Jones beats the fucking tits off the guy. Yeah. So it's like, why don't you just leave him over there? I don't know. Leave, leave it up to mystery. Indiana Jones beats the, beats the hell out of him. And then I just kind of walks away and and then we, oh, it's that guy that, oh, he did that. 
Oh, can I say something? Like, it's still on topic, but I think Harrison Ford probably had one of, like, the sickest runs in Hollywood. Right. I just want to say, like, I got it right here. Um, So, he was in Apocalypse Now, yes, which came out in 1979. Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980. Yep. Raiders of the Lost Ark came out in 1981. Blade Runner came out in 1982. Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. Indiana Jones Temple of Doom came out in 1984. And then Witness came out in 1985. Can't stop, won't stop. That is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, that is insane. I don't know whose agent is. Oh, (laughs) my God, dude. Just (laughs) Like, like Harrison Ford isn't, like, the greatest actor that's ever walked the earth. But, God damn, can he pick a movie? Yeah, (laughs) I mean. Who is his agent? Yeah, he has had gold. Yeah, he's had a fucking sick career. I I love him, man. I think he's, he's. no, he's a great actor. Yeah. I'm just saying he's not yeah. like, you know what? He's not I'm like not you blown know. away every time he's on screen. Yeah, because a lot of it's like. It's just rare. like. It's like you were just in the biggest movies ever for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. And he started so late. Like, yeah, he, he, he was started on, like his mid 30s. Close. I think it was closer to 40s. Yeah. yeah Boy, I mean, he's so fucking old now. He's. I think he's 80, 81 now. I think I checked yesterday when I had my fucking notes <laughs> you idiot um so yeah let's let's dive in a little more so after that um retirement party that's when like the bad guys start coming in to i guess find jones to get the dial yes um and then he finds out that his goddaughter you know isn't an archaeologist <laughs> bitch yeah i didn't i i couldn't tell if i liked her or not it was i i was very like back and forth sometimes i would like her and sometimes i wouldn't that's the thing i was very hit or miss with all of these side characters the little kid i was i didn't like i didn't like him i thought he was he was like really pissy for no reason yeah he was all like pissy and also like i i could have sworn he was wearing like a dan marino shirt (laughs) I don't know. I I think it was it was the my definitely the he color of f- the of the Miami Dolphins. He also had a fucking sick unibrow. <laughs> was that dude? You know, because I'm picturing a mustache on him. No, How old no, was that, it? it was higher. It was, it was higher. Was, it was up here. It was all unibrow. Yeah, also, like, yeah, he was pissy for no reason. It's like, and I, he was just really bratty. Like, at least with like short round in Temple of Doom, he fucking did stuff. He was kind of happy to be there. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, Doctor Jones, this I'll awesome. save you." And you know, they—he was like driving that little like mine shaft, like your cart or whatever, and mm. like you know, shit was going down. But this kid was just like, "Yeah, why are we doing this?" Yeah, but he didn't want to be there. I was like, "Why yeah. are you here?" He was like, "Why are we trusting Indiana Jones?" It's like, "Why is he trusting you?" Like, because it's Indiana Jones. I I don't understand why he wasn't more famous than than he is. Like in universe. Oh yeah, right. It, 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 nobody seemed to know who he was. Like well, they, you know the, they, they had to look him like a, get a file on him. Yeah, I uh, think. But a lot of it from like the earlier movies, it was always like whenever he like taught a class, he's like, "All right, class dismissed," and then like his friend would come in and he uh, Marcus, I think his name was, and he was like. He's like, oh man, I I had it in my hands and I missed it. Like it was always very secretive, because his whole thing from being a kid was it belongs in a museum. Like in the third one, there's that little prequel scene with River Phoenix playing a young version of him, and even he's like, this belongs in a museum. And I love how that's just his. He just loves history for history and wants it to be seen. And like he's not trying to make money off this. Like, he can get his ass kicked. It belongs in a museum. Like, I love his, like, his morality. I love that he's really, like, I love his character. It's just, they're, I, personally, I I didn't quite get the dial. I don't know if maybe I, like, zoned out for a sec. I didn't quite get how it was supposed to work. I didn't, like, that's what kind of lost me throughout the film is that I just was, yeah. Really like it, how what what is the end game with this dial? Like okay, you get the, both pieces and the dial I think the Germans wanted to go back so they could try to win the war. The the dial would 
um, it would point you in the direction of, of time rifts, which are like holes in like the, you know, space time continuum. Yeah. Uh, so it, it wasn't doing anything. It would just tell you where to go. It was like a compass more, more yeah. than a, more than a dial. It just had the mechanisms of a, of a, of a clock. Yeah. Which I it, just kind of would have, I guess, liked a little bit more there of like, cause the guy who wrote this wrote, he wrote, um, he wrote Jurassic Park, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. Tobey Maguire. Um, if I had my fucking notes, I could have told you a shitload more. His name's David Kep. See, or Cope, yes, K O E P P. Like he's got he's got a lot of good movies that he's written, but he has an album. Get out of town! Yeah, who? (laughs) Jesus, God, I'm. Like fucking not good. We got Jurassic Park, Stir of Echoes, Mission Impossible. Yeah, Mission Spider Impossible. Spider Man. Hold on. Uh, the Mummy. I think that was a new one. Yeah. I mean, the guy's still pumping crazy shit out. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Town. Oh, he wrote the Lego Indiana Jones movie. Nice. War of the Worlds. Zathura. <laughs> Do you like Zathura? Jumanji knockoff number one, please. I'll take it. I feel. Do you like Zathura? I liked Zathura with Dax Shepard. Dax. He was baby. so hungry in that movie. I'm an astronaut. He was so hungry because <laughs> I've been eating astronaut food. Yeah. It was like you ever go through a wormhole this big? I'm fucking hungry. That's my butthole. Dax Shepard. He ate her ass. He ate her ass. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, so yeah, I I think on the writing side, I guess I would have just liked a little bit more either like exposition about this thing or some kind of and anything. I guess maybe I missed something. I just kind of felt and you definitely be, missed something. And because <laughs> I wasn't really understanding how that worked exactly, I was. It made me a little bit lost. It's just a MacGuffin. It's just a, yeah. we need to get this thing. I, I don't yeah. think it really mattered. The um, only time it mattered is when they went back in time. That part, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But they're, you know, they're there and holy shit, they, Harrison Ford's like, I got a friend who owns a yacht. And it was Antonio Banderas. And he had this like shrimping boat. And he was like this peg legged fucking old sailor, which I, and immediately just gets shot because this is one of my negative parts of this because the bad guys just kept showing up <laughs> so conveniently like they're like down in the ocean looking for um this yeah, artifact have. that can take you to the dial oh yeah uh so they're down below the ocean looking and like there's some like lookouts on the boat and then like another boat's just coming at them and they're like, you know, oh God, we got trouble. And it's like, they're in the middle of the ocean in Greece. Like they just found them that quick. This is, you know, he didn't, this isn't 2023 here. It was still 1969, you know? Yeah. It just seemed very convenient that the bad guys, they just kept showing up so easy. And even after they, like, blew up their boat and stole theirs and fucking got yeah, away. He's, just, he's watching them with binoculars, but they were going so far. And then I, I was like, oh, they got away easy. And then it cuts back to him, and he's like, oh, they're going east. Yeah. That's weird. He could, Yeah, because they, they gave him this whole speech, this whole bullshit speech about how the remaining piece of the dial was over here. So he, like... Sees them like getting away on this. Now his ship's like burning. He's like, ah, they got away, but they're going east. They shouldn't oh, bother. They, he's like, they, sh- they shouldn't be going east. And he's like, huh? Well, that's weird. Now and they're I know on this, their exact location. Yeah, and they're on this burning ship, and it shows real quick one of his henchmen trying to put together like a life raft. But then, like, they're on a speedboat with a full tank of gas, which was made abundantly clear. And they get to Italy. They get to Sicily. And then, like, the kid, like, pickpockets some Sicilian kid to buy gelato, and Mads Mikkelsen is there, like, 
hello. It's like, how did you fucking get there? In like an archway. It's like some, with a new van. Some, he got a new van. It's like some random alleyway that the kid just happens to walk past and they're like, ha, gotcha. Yeah, and every, they come out from all angles. It's like, was he just kind of like, okay, he's probably going to come through. Yeah, he, he might come through this random alleyway in the middle. Of, Holy shit, there he is. <laughs> he's like licking his ice cream. Oh, get him. Me? Get him, boy. Me and my unibrow. Yeah. I liked how... Um, I'm gonna the, uh, two things about the, the the really quick that I didn't the other thing I didn't, I didn't like about the boat scene is it, it suffered from action movie syndrome where any named character or any non named character dies just because like he pulls the Nazis pull up to the boat and kill every non named character on the boat off screen off screen and then they lift them all into the boat and every named character is fine it's like yeah. why didn't they kill the kid he, he, he killed they did shoot up Antonio Bundes. yeah and he's the only one that matters but like yeah I mean, what, what like, was he going to do for the rest of I the I mean, movie? like, they get this boat, and it's covered in people. There's, like, people on the boat, and they're and nobody... Like, they don't have any scenes. They don't have any yeah. lines. They're just kind of people. And then the Nazis come, and they just kill them all. And it's like, but, you know, whatever. They're just, yeah. It's like henchman syndrome. Yeah. Like, anytime there's, like, henchmen around, it's like, okay, they're, they're like stormtroopers. They're just there to die. Yeah. And, and, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think every character needs, mo- like, you know, like, crazy... But it's a shrimp boat. Why do you need like eight dudes running your shrimp yeah, boat? Yeah, I thought it would have been dope if Indy was like, oh, I know a guy in uh, like in Casablanca who can take us to here. And I, I thought it would have been dope if like he meets up with Antonio Banderas and he's like, oh, like maybe he's like all like like fucked up and he's like, oh, I don't do that. I don't go. I don't have a boat anymore or whatever. And they like had to like do something but he was just like hey my man i ain't got a whole crew of guys yeah let's just fucking go like it all just seemed too simple and then like the bad guys just show up there like oh there they are yeah what i did like though is i did like the bad guys i didn't mind them not so much the nazi but his henchmen i thought were kind of funny yeah that guy the blonde guy he was the head guy yeah in, and uh, they're narcos like, they were like from like alabama yeah and it was just like a weird like like of course the nazi recruited a bunch of white guys yeah. from alabama and the guy i forget his name it's boyd something but he was the head detective in narcos that pablo escobar show on netflix he was great in it he was just kind of like they're like, what do you do, man? He's like, I do whatever the Nazi tells me. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, like, they they have like a CIA agent on their side or something. Yeah. They keep butting heads because the the Nazis henchmen are like kind of their they're, own thing. They're real trigger happy. Yeah, and they just keep shooting people. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And he said, no witnesses. <laughs> yeah, now no now no witnesses. Um, he was also supposed to like, oh, I think we forgot to mention that the Nazi invented rockets. <laughs> the Nazi was like responsible for getting us on the moon. Yeah. And he was supposed to meet the president and then just didn't so he can go find this artifact and, and like fight with Indiana Jones. And they like pulled his funding now. They're like, they want you to disappear. Yeah. So they just you kill all the up CIA the president. guys. Um, so why don't we talk about, uh, maybe we'll dive into the ending. Um, I, I I have one more before we do that I have one more thing that I need to talk about why was there so much punching in this movie everyone got knocked out <laughs> everyone, everyone got knocked out it was every five seconds somebody was getting punched India like puts his hat over a guy's face he's like and like, yeah, and it was so every punch was so exaggerated it made me laugh and I it's I I, I did not like it. I just yeah. thought it was so frequent. It was like every punch was like, bam! Yeah. And it was like, it was like overwhelming. Like every couple minutes, it would just be like somebody just getting fucking rocked in the yeah. mouth. And it just, I was like, this is so much, this is so much punching. And, uh, whatever. I mean, you know, it's an action movie. Yeah, it's yeah. going to happen. We're, 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 we're fans of exaggeration, yeah. and you know we've we've said it on the on the show before. I just thought it was so funny. It's, it's so much punching. Yeah, like the everyone was punching too. Like the kid would punch people. The chick was punching people. The chick punches Indiana Jones. I just love how they kept trying to punch that giant henchman, and nothing <laughs> yeah. would And it was the same like sound effect. It was like why? Why? It was like yeah. everybody had the same power behind their punch. I 
there, there's one little line that I liked in it when uh, uh, his goddaughter's talking to him about um, the dial. She's like, I just like really want to find this. And he goes, why would you waste your time trying to find something that drove your father into insanity? And she looks at him and just goes, wouldn't you? And he just drifts off real quick because in the last crusade, Indy's dad was like, driven into madness trying to find the holy grail and he just goes uh, <laughs> uh, you like, got me there he's like, and i like how it wasn't such a like yeah it was on the nose but it wasn't like so in your face they like he didn't really talk about it that much he was just like fine but yeah it it uh, for a modern movie, they showed a lot of restraint, and yeah. I commend them for that. And that's really just because you know Spielberg and Lucas were there, and, and yeah. they have like, such like an experienced crew doing this. That yeah. you have they know George when, Lucas and Steven they know Spielberg. when you don't have to say something. Like yeah. it, like yeah, that's a little moment for people that know Indiana Jones. You know the people that go see an Indiana Jones yeah. movie, yeah. There you go. They're going to know. And then everybody else is going to go, okay, I get it. I understand. Yeah, what like, I got that immediately. She goes, wouldn't you? He just goes, like, all right. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not hard. Any fan gets that. I will say. A lesser director would have had Harrison Ford go, ah, oh, my father went mad looking for the holy blah, 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 grail. Blah, 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 and then blah, 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 I had blah, blah, to find blah, blah, the holy blah, grail. Blah, 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 blah. And then I drank from it. And then this this knight let me leave. And then I used the grail to save my. <laughs> Also, did you catch that like really depressing backstory of Harrison Ford's son just dying in the yeah. war? Did I catch it? Yeah. Like, like she was mo- like, what would you do if we found the dial? What would you go back in time for? He's like, I tell my son not to go into the army and that by doing so it would kill him and that it would drive his mother into divorcing me because I don't know how to cope with anything. All right. And then he walks away. She goes, you're still wearing your wedding ring. He's like, Shut up. like I, I do like how she was, she was trying to be all like cutesy and stuff. And he just whips around and goes, oh, let me tell you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I liked it, but it was like so much in such a short amount of time. It wasn't yeah. really enough time to be an emotional moment. It was just like. Blah, here's why he's a grumpy son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't. I, like, I, I mean, with this this kind of movie, I don't think you should spend a lot of time on that kind of shit. Like, I, I didn't. I didn't want any emotional moments. I I, I thought if there was going to be like a long drawn out emotional moment, it would have really kind of stopped the momentum of the movie. I kind of I kind yeah. of appreciate that it was kind of quick. It was kind of like, yeah, I, the shit's a little fucked up now. All right, but yeah. let's keep moving. Like, yeah, it's yeah. very Indiana Jones to just be like, yeah, kind of, things are kind of fucked up, but can we yeah. like focus? Like, one of my favorite quotes is in the first one where like they're in the desert and they're like looking at all the Nazis trying to find the the Ark. Like, Indy, what's the plan? He's like, I don't know. He goes, I'm just making this up as I go, and it's like, okay, I guess we'll just keep moving then. But. Yeah, the, <laughs> I don't know. I just to me, I mean, I don't so know. many unfortunate things happened to Indiana Jones. He's like a magnet for crazy shit. I, know. I love how he literally said he's been shot nine times. <laughs> then he gets shot he gets again. Shot again. <laughs> and, and he's stuck in Rome. Yeah, <laughs> he's like so they fucked can't up. Fix a bullet wound. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna stay. I, so, what did you think of the whole going back in time thing? Because I was kind of confused, but like I, I kind of liked the execution. Like I like how they were flying around in planes, and then it would cut to the Romans being like, "We have to kill their dragons." Yeah, dude. The dragons. fact that they thought they were dragons, I thought was fucking hilarious. Like. It's weird because I didn't quite think that it like suited like an Indiana Jones film. It was super weird. But the weird. other half, I was kind of like, this is fucking so funny. And the pilot just gets harpooned. And I was I like, holy that. shit. I love that the main henchman like grabs a machine gun. And, and he's like, like, let me at him. And he just starts shooting at Romans from the sky. For no reason. He doesn't have to be doing this. But again, he's a trigger happy psycho. Yeah, they're on the beach and he's just laying waste. They're in pirate ships. <laughs> ships shooting cannons and harpoons he's got a fucking like ar he's got like an ak he's like (laughs) but i loved how they were like um the the nazis kidnap 
Harrison Ford, you know, they fucking Again. shoot. They shoot him. They like throw, Again. Yeah, they throw him into the plane. Again. And they're like, you're going to come back with us. And like, Again. Yeah, they're like, we're going to win the war. So he's like just sitting there. And then he sees like on the plane as like that portals opening up from the dial. He sees like all this luggage start moving. He goes, continental drift. Oh, God. He goes, continental drift. And Mads Mikkelsen's like, what? He goes, the one thing you didn't account for is continental drift. When what's his name went back in time, he didn't realize that continental drift happened. So it put him in the wrong location. You're not going back to 1939. Or he was like, you're not going to Germany. And then it like scared the shit out of him. And he was like, abort, abort. But it was too late. I like, there's, like we can't fucking turn around. It's a yeah. plane. Yeah. So then they get sucked into this portal in the clouds and they wind up at that Syracuse ward that he spoke about in the beginning. And he was just like, I love how Harrison Ford was like blown away. Like, no way. And everyone else was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford wanted to stay. He was like, yeah, just leave me. I, I will say this. That really bothered me if I didn't really he stayed. get it. Yeah, because yeah. he kept going on. He's like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. And they really made it seem like he was going to fucking stay. And I'm like, dude, if he just stays, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah, I don't know how I would have reacted if he actually did stay. I mean, I... I didn't really care one way or the other, to be honest with you. I just, uh, I at that point, I was like, where is this going? I don't know. Where are we? Buckle me up, Daddy, because I don't know where we're going. A cool part I liked was when they found that, um, what was uh, the guy's name in the tomb? Uh, something with an A. It was Ar- Archimedes. Ar- Archimedes. He had a watch on from like a thousand yeah. years in the future. It turns out it was just Mads Mikkelsen's watch. Yeah, they thought he used the clock to go forward in time, but it turns out that they just left a bunch of shit. Yeah, when they went back in time. Yeah, which, which I, I, you know, I thought was, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like a sci-fi nerd, so I know, like, uh, but like time travel theoretically would work a certain way. And I was like, he didn't go forward in time. Come on. Yeah. But because well, they were trying to, because they were trying to go back and and change the war. But you know, with time travel, if you go back in time, then whatever happened back in time would have happened. Like they yeah. they would be in that they would be in that plane knowing that that happened. Yeah, you know, like that. You can't. Go they would have read about it. the past because then it, that would have already happened. Yeah. So. I kind of knew where it was going there, but um, I still I still thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. I love like, how they showed Mads Mikkelsen's body, and he was just like his face was just burnt off. He had like no hair, and he was just laying on a rock covered in blood. Just all of his henchmen were dead. They all got harpooned. Yeah. Also, none of the protagonists had anything to do with the death of any of the antagonists, except for Gronk. <laughs> who got murdered by Unibro. Well, I know the guy was like hanging off the plane. He's like, help me. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge goes, sorry, you're a Nazi. Yeah, that was some random guy. That and wasn't like... No, that was the blonde guy. No, that was some random guy. The blonde guy was still in the cockpit when it went oh, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, that so what the fuck? That was random person. Huh. Yeah, none of the protagonists had anything to do with the death of any of the antagonists. I mean, other than the fact that they, you know, well, they jumped out of the plane. Yeah. Like, they were just kind of hanging out in the back of the plane while shit was going down in the front with all the antagonists. Yeah. I love how, like, you know, um, I think Mads Mikkelsen's name, and it was, like, Dr. Voller or something, but he was just like, turn around, turn around. Like, we don't have enough fuel. And, like, harpoons were, like, blowing through their wings of the plane, and he was just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it was, like, I think it was to establish that Indiana was, like, also, very weird calling Indiana Jones just Indiana. Yeah. It was a very odd name. But um, when they first get there, <laughs> when they get yeah, Henry or something. Yeah. But um, when they shoot, when they first get there, they get hit by a harpoon. And it goes like past his head, and he just starts like touching it. And he's like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I'm like, what this is an authentic." What are you doing? <laughs> Two hundred and fourteen BC harpoon. 
<laughs> looks fresh. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, like, smells like, Roman. Like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> like, fun. I just love how much of like a fucking nerd he is. I, lo- I, I will say, I've always liked that about Indiana Jones's character is just how brutal he is compared to his occupation. Yeah. He's just an archaeologist, but he's like, He's so quick to shoot a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> he hates Nazis. He's like a professor. He's like, okay, I'm going to take a week off to go kill Nazis. Yeah. Because <laughs> they keep touching my stuff. Like, <laughs> I think, I want to say it was, I don't even know which one it was, but like he posted like their finals up on like the wall in the school and they all start like attacking him and they're like, why didn't I get this great old blah, blah, blah. And he like locks the door to his office and he sees all their silhouettes in like the window. He's like, ah, and he just like opens a different window and just like dives out the window of his office and then just goes to find the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just such like a dichotomy. It's yeah. like he, it, it doesn't, it doesn't fit. This like you see so many movies where it's like, oh, he's an ex-soldier, so now he goes to kill people. And he's a he's a he likes yeah. digging. This he likes history, and uh, he likes beating the fucking shit out of Nazis. Yeah. Well, we'll try to we'll try to wrap this up, but real quick though, yeah, real quick, I this might be a little controversial to like Indiana Jones fans, but you know, Temple of Doom got a lot of hate. I I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, again, that's the that's the second one second where, one. Uh, you know, that guy was like ripping the hearts out of people and sacrificing them. That's the best one. What do you? What? Yeah, dude, that get out of here. That's like famously like the weakest of the original trilogy. Yeah, which, which I, I have to watch which, them all. I've got them all on DVD. Which here. I, I get, watch yeah, them all. I see that over there. Want to watch them after this? I w- You know what? I would, you know, I was going to say, I was going to go home after this, but if you're going to put on Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark, I, dude, I, that's why I left the theater with such a, a weird feeling. Cause like I was alone in the back row, right in the middle. And like, you know, it, it zooms in on his hat, the last frame, it circles in on it and it cuts to black and then, 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 then. And I got such a weird feeling cause I'm such a huge Indiana Jones fan. I'm like, this is the last time, like, yeah, and it's not like I grew up on these movies where it's like, yeah, I remember I shot in theaters in 1981. Of course I didn't, but I just like, it was just weird because like, I, I guess I did grow up with them, watching them, and you know, they're fucking great movies. They're fun and adventurous and exciting, and it's like, I just walked out of the theater, and as I was walking out. I just kept hearing that theme song behind me and I just turned around and just like watched the whole credits of that theme song. This guy, this employee at the theater comes up to me with like that, like dust pan in the broom. He goes, you know, there's no credit scene. I went, yeah, I know. 